0: Welcome to A Closer Look Inside Lehigh Valley Nonprofits. I'm your host, Laurie Hackett, and as you know, we gather each month and we take the time to talk about our community, to talk about the nonprofit leaders and the volunteers who are making a true and sustained difference in the Lehigh Valley. It's been an honor for us to be so involved through this program, and we've had the chance to meet so many people who are doing incredible things in our community, and tonight's show is certainly no exception. Our first guest tonight is Kurt Landis. Kurt is president and general manager of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and also president of Iron Pigs Charities and my really good friend. Welcome, Kurt.
1: Oink, oink. (laughs) Thanks for having me, Lori.
0: How many times a day do you say oink, oink?
1: Not many, but there's always some pig pun throughout my day. Yes,
0: of course. Well, Kurt, thanks so much for being with us. I'm sure all of our listeners certainly know who you are. How long have you been with Iron Pigs?
1: This would be 17 years, Lori. Hard to believe, right?
0: Wow, 17 years. And I also bet there's not a person listening who hasn't attended an Iron Pigs game.
1: I hope not. And if they are, they're under a rock. That's right. We we need to get them to a game if they haven't been to one yet.
0: Exactly. If not, they should call into the show. Correct. And we will find a way to get (laughs) them to a game. So, Kurt. Iron Pigs Charities. Again, this show, we talk about nonprofits in the Valley. And people might not realize that within Iron Pigs, we have a nonprofit organization called Iron Pigs Charities, and you serve as president. Could you tell us about it?
1: The Iron Pigs knew it was important from day one that we had a foundation that served as the platform for us to give back to the community. And we founded the Charities Foundation nearly at the same time as we did the primary organization because we knew when we first came to Lehigh Valley, it was going to be just as important for us to not just be a baseball team, but to be an integral part of the community that gives back. And that vision of giving back has been consistent from day one. So the charities organization first started out very broad with our mission because we just wanted to give back. But over time, we've defined it more inherently it's about helping to serve the youth of our community, especially those who may have different abilities than others or may come from an underprivileged background. So we support the community through so many different ways, through our own programming, through our grant process, which I know you're familiar with, both from our Game On grants and our community grants. And at this point now, Lori, between Iron Pigs Charities and the Iron Pigs, uh, we've given back well north of $2 million back to the community. So. The fans give in so many different ways through our 50-50 raffle at the ballpark, through our different fundraisers we host through the year. I know we'll talk at some point in the show, but last night was an amazing event with our sweets and treats, uh, which is both a, a fundraiser and a chance for us to allow kids who normally can't trick or treat the ability to do so because it's accessible or free for that matter.
0: Thanks for that description. And the value that Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, your ownership, the team, the staff, places on giving back to community is certainly evidenced by creating this incredible Iron Pigs Charities. So you shared a little bit about the mission. How... Does Iron Pigs Charities, how is it governed? Is there Well, there's a board of directors. Could you talk a little bit more about how, how the governance works of the foundation? Sure.
1: It's actually unique for us in our industry. You'll see a lot of times sports teams will have a foundation or charities, but it's literally the team serving as the governance. In this case, we want to not only give back to the community, but we want the community to dictate to us how we give back and be representative of the community as a whole. So we have a board of directors that's made up of both Iron Pigs employees, especially from community members who have made investments in the Iron Pigs and want to be a significant partner of Iron Pigs as a community board of which you're a part of and we're thankful for. So it's great that we give feedback or have feedback from the community in terms of what organizations we give grants to, how we set up the mission of the organization, ideas to brainstorm as far as fundraising concepts. So it's really set up from a government standpoint that it's both the team and the community giving feedback on how we move forward.
0: And you mentioned the Sweets and Treats, which is an event that happens each year in October for the community. Could you share some detail about that?
1: Well, Sweets and Treats is my favorite, as you know. And Mm -hmm. we've literally done the event since 2008. And the word Sweets comes from the ballpark's luxury suites at the ballpark. So initially, we would have our suite partners who own or lease the suites throughout the ballpark, decorate their own suite, and we have children that would come, continue to come now on the concourse, not just inside, and will trick-or-treat from suite to suite. It's neat for a number of reasons because it's, again, everyone in the community, not just the Iron Pigs, but coming together, our corporate partners, they take so much time to decorate, purchase candy, decorations, and they get really into it. And to see the different themes is amazing and, and to see the community get into it. But the heart of it is allowing individuals, children who have different abilities, who may come from unique parts of the valley that they don't have the opportunity to safely trick-or-treat. So they're doing it in a safe accessible environment trick-or-treating and you know as you see the families go around they're so genuinely appreciative because they would not otherwise be able to trick-or-treat for any number of obstacles be it financial or physical so it's very heartwarming and we continue to grow the event now it's outdoors but to, to have it outdoors and allow organizations to attend different nonprofits. they bring their their patrons or citizens mm-hmm. and it's been a, a remarkable event
0: and i know from the 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 partner side of it We have employees at Air Products who start planning in the summer. What should our theme be for our suite this year? And they they definitely get into the design because they know it's a fun way for us to be involved, build some teamwork within, but then give back to your families. How many children typically attend?
1: Well, most years we have about 800 kids. But, of course, they bring their siblings Mm -hmm. and families. So we probably have anywhere from 2,200 to 2,400 family members mm-hmm. come to the ballpark
0: wonderful again just another way for you to bring home your commitment to community and iron pigs charity's role in the community how many other minor league teams have a charity like we have here
1: you know i i think probably at this point there might be 25 to 30 percent of minor teams that have mm-hmm. a genuine foundation that we do but to have a, a organization that has a true board mm-hmm. of directors that gives back the level of grants that we do, there's less than, than three or four, Lori, and, and, and maybe only ourselves that have that community mm-hmm. governance that we have. And it's important, and if it's, a, it's a point of pride for us because there are so many different organizations that might have a nonprofit foundation, but they're just donating tickets or donating leftover giveaway items We do those things and they're important and they're helpful to give to organizations that could use the help or support or raffle items Mm -hmm. and we help them to raise monies. But to actually donate now over $2 million back to the community is something that other sports organizations, at the minor league level especially, just don't do.
0: Just another thing, another reason that it makes. Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, so special to so many of us, and your leadership is certainly appreciated. Kurt, I know you volunteer on other things. I know you're on workforce board Lehigh Valley. You've been on the board of governors of the chamber. You've been involved with Discover Lehigh Valley and other organizations. What about you as a volunteer? What inspires you to be involved in community?
1: You know, I I, I spend a lot of time, and a lot of people don't realize this, but I live in Nazareth, Pennsylvania, and. Both of my kids have participated in in rec basketball, and I've become now for 15 years and probably the last four or five as president for the Nazareth Youth Basketball Board. And that's 750 kids, about 175 to 200 coaches. So between mid-September until early March, I probably spend 15 to 20 hours a week volunteering for Nazareth Youth Basketball. And of course, I, I come to that because it's a great organization and my kids are involved and it's a chance for me when I have a little bit more time yes. in the year during yes. the winter to give back with my kids but I think inherently for me you know you mentioned Discoverly High Valley and I've been in part with you for some but for a number of different nonprofit events to help them raise money mm-hmm. for an event or a gala what might be the case and I think my mindset has just always been that's what you do and I think that's just ingrained when you're born and raised I grew up in a rural area, was very involved in 4-H. And and people think of 4-H, they think of animals and so forth, and that's a part of it. But for me, it was all about citizenship, community service, giving back, leadership training. So when you learn those things from a young age, from 7 or 8 years old through high school, that's where you learn the importance of giving back. And then now as you look at those things, it's just part of who you are and what you do, not a purposeful mindset to give back, but it's because of that's who you are and that's what you enjoy
0: fabulous thank you thanks for saying that Kurt when you think about all of your volunteer work and I totally forgot about the coaching that you do and so incredible the time that you're spending is there a story or an incident or a moment through your volunteer work that you realized this is exactly what I should be doing this is why I'm here to make a real difference
1: you know it's hard to think of one individual story, Lori, but you know, between the iron pigs and the charities, every once in a while you have a chance to step back and say, "I'm just helping to create memories or helping to create moments for family and sometimes they're just special moments for you know, family to attend the game and it's fireworks and the sunset and it's beautiful, and you realize you're helping to create this this moment uh, and sometimes, therefore, you know, we've been involved, for example, and have a a child with a disability to have a chance to come on the field between innings, hit a home run for life, as it were, and to circle the bases. And you recognize that you're giving a special moment for a family that's in need or a family that has been through a unique circumstance. If it's a physical disability or maybe a fire put them out of the house, or you just know the story that maybe the, mm-hmm. the community doesn't but because the community knows that you have a chance to do something special because of you work at the ballpark and you work for the mm-hmm. Iron Pigs and you do these things consistently, you hear about the opportunities to really go out of your way, which is what we do, mm-hmm. to create a special moment. So you can talk about baseball as affordable family entertainment, but, but the truth is, for me, what really gets me going is that you can create these memories and special moments for people that if you work in a factory or work – Whatever might be the case, you know, Mm -hmm. you just don't have the normal case to do that. But I'm blessed to have that ability to help create special moments for people.
0: Thank you. So well said. You are. You're lucky. We're lucky. And you're using That opportunity to give back. You know, you recognize that you sit in a wonderful place to be able to make those connections. Kurt, so much in our community, so many of the nonprofits, as we both know, are highly successful because of collaboration. Are there any other nonprofit partners that help make Iron Pigs Charities so successful?
1: Laurie, it's so hard to remember and think through all the different organizations that we work with. I, I think for us with the Iron Pigs, it's important to have a lot of different partnerships. And, and some of those are more front and center than others. But we certainly have a partnership with the Miracle League every year. And we have the Miracle League come to Coca-Cola Park. And all the kids in the Miracle League have a chance to uh, have a game on the field. And our players come out and serve as Angels in the Outfield. And so that's a one for us that's mm-hmm. consistent and that we do every year. But sometimes you come across unique opportunities to partner with nonprofits. One of the things that we do as well every year that we enjoy is we have a different theme nights at the ballpark. And some of those theme nights, we have the opportunity to have our players wear different unique uniforms or jerseys or hats. So to choose different nonprofits each year to partner with is really a joy to see you work with so many different nonprofits. So I think overall as Iron Pigs, if it's corporate partners, fans, Mm -hmm. I think we just wanna touch as many people Mm -hmm. as possible and have as many relationships as possible. So with the nonprofit community, that's the same. So how many individuals can we have an impact on? How many organizations can we work with? And you want impactful relationships. So you just don't wanna have passing ones. But the more you have, you expand, you know, our brand and our reach, but just about trying to help as many people as possible, too.
0: Perfect, perfect, perfect. And you certainly do that. Kurt, unfortunately, we're at the end of our time. But before we leave, are there ways that our listeners can get involved?
1: There's there's a lot of ways, Lori, besides the traditional fundraising and, and support. But you can go to, to ironpigscharities.com. And there you'll see all the different programming, all the different types of things, community programs that the Iron Pigs and Iron Pigs Charities do. That's the number one way. We look for volunteers for different events, including sweets and treats like we did this recent week. We have a a big event in January, as you're aware, our winter banquet. We have golf outings. We look for volunteers or even paid members of the community through our 50-50 raffle. So the more individuals we have available to us at the games to help us sell 50-50 raffle tickets, The more support that we receive from our fans to be able to put back into scholarships and grants and so forth so uh, it starts at ironpigscharities.com of course you can always go to ironpigsbaseball.com and contact us as well so again the more help and support we have the more appreciative we are
0: perfect well certainly i speak really on behalf of the entire community we stand ready to help and we've seen the success of it and we're excited about 18 more years of iron pigs and iron pigs charities
1: Thank you. Thanks to Air Products. We appreciate your great community support consistently since 2008 when we started. It's been a wild magic carpet ride.
0: Again, we've been joined tonight by Kurt Landis, who's the president and general manager of the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and also president of Iron Pigs Charities. And we'll be right back. Tune up your week. With a great variety of jazz music on WDIY, Monday through Friday nights from 9 to 11 offers many choices from the world of jazz. Featuring traditional to modern styles, plus Swing Sunday at 5 p.m. and Improvisational Jazz on the Bridge Sunday nights at 10 p.m. Listen for new releases, interviews with artists, and information on upcoming performances right here on WDIY. Welcome back. Our next guest on A Closer Look is Tanya Tyler. Tanya is the recent Athena Leadership Honoree presented by the Women's Business Council of the Chamber and an enthusiastic community leader and volunteer. Welcome, Tanya. Hi, thank you, Lori. We are so excited that you're here, Tanya. I know you well. I have the pleasure of working with you, of volunteering with you, and love that you're taking time to join us on this show. So thanks again. No
2: problem. I love the show.
0: Well, good. Well, thanks. Let's jump right in. I mentioned the Athena Award. Let's start with that. Oh, yes. Each year, really around the globe, we know that Athena International presents leadership awards to women in the community who have shown incredible support for community and done amazing things. And you just the other day, were the honoree locally. Could you tell us what that Athena Award meant to you?
2: Oh, my goodness, it meant so much. First of all, to you know, I was so humbled to that people notice the things that I do. I mean, I don't do it to be noticed. I really do it from the heart. So it's just such a surprise. And, and part of me felt like me like, really, you know, I'm just doing this. I'm just over here doing what I do. But the company that I am in now is an Athena. I like to call myself an Athena sister. It is definitely a, an amazing sisterhood. I accepted an award on the same stage as Cassie Hilger, who is an amazing leader. Mm-hmm. Crew of Lehigh Valley, a great organization. So, and, and then the C, the, the list of Athena, past Athena award winners and honorees it was just so humbling and and um you know I just can't believe that I'm I get to be in that room and to know that people like Ruth Bader Ginsburg Mm -hmm. is an Athena so so you know I I joke to everybody on Tuesday I became Greek so (laughs) so I've never been in a sorority but now I am Greek and Athena winner
0: well Very well deserved. I was so pleased to be in that audience of over 300 people celebrating you. And our friend Cassie Hilgert, as you said, from ArtsQuest, a great leader. She's been on the show and crew Lehigh Valley. So congratulations again. Thank you so much. Tanya, you're also the founder of a nonprofit, which is so interesting to so many people. It's Mm -hmm. called the Inspirational Arts Foundation. Yes. Could you share with our listeners the mission of your nonprofit?
2: So basically what we what we try to do is reach kids, it, and 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 adults as well, but but we mainly focus on kids, try to reach them by way of the arts, but teach them to be an inspiration. It is so easy to be inspired by someone, but once you know that you are an inspiration, you have a different kind of responsibility. So we kind of tell, we kind of teach kids how to be inspired and how to be an inspiration and we use art you know to reach them kids love art and and it turns on their creativity as well as their inner light and their spirit of inspiration so we like to celebrate what we call inspirators and um so so that's what the foundation is all about you know teaching kids how to be an inspiration using art, how and and it kind of shows them the impact you know a lot of people think well Kids say this to me all the time. Well, I'm not on TV. And I said, yes, you are. They all say, I want to be either a reality star, you know, or a rapper. Okay, you are already a reality star. And they don't realize it. And I and I connect the dots for them. You know, you right now are a show. Right now, your show is happening. And you get to broadcast it on social media. When I was your age, I didn't. So you broadcast your show every single day with every single post. Now, you are not only the star of your show but you write it as well so you get to write and say is my show going to inspire others or is it going to make somebody do bad or or feel sad you get to control it so you you are kim kardashian so you know how do you want your show to be so we kind of t- and then they're like you can kind of see the light go off mm-hmm. and then they say okay you know and then i say to the kids who want to be rappers like okay how many kids in here can rap and they raise their hand and then say can you make me bob my nod my head and everybody keeps their hand up yes can you make me tap my feet yes now can what you say inspire me to do good and then they are like hmm they never realized it never connected for them the power that their words them their words have on the world around them. So, and we start and we, you know, tell, you know, older siblings, okay, let's, why don't you start, let's take baby steps, inspire your younger brother, and and kind of teach them, people are always look and your television show is always on. You get to write it and you, and you know, you write an inspiring story. That's what I want.
0: So insightful. First of all, <laughs> fabulous story and what a wonderful way you've connected art to really motivate, inspire, and celebrate kids. Thank you. What is it about the arts? I know as a volunteer, very active volunteer, you're Mm -hmm. also involved with the Allentown Arts Commission. Mm -hmm. And in addition, you're a board member for the Lehigh Valley Arts and Cultural Alliance. Mm -hmm. What is it about art that makes you want to put your extra time, your volunteer time?
2: First of all, I wasn't good at math and I wasn't good at science. I love the whole concept of STEM and I said I can get in there with an A. Mm -hmm. Now I can't draw. I can't sing. My daughter can sing but I love the arts. I always have. I'm from New York originally and I remember my grandmother and my mom and and my aunt saying put on your good clothes. We're gonna go and see a play and I was like a play. You know I remember plays in, in elementary school but once we went to Broadway, and I saw Stephanie Mills in The Wiz on Broadway. Stephanie Mills is very short, but she was huge, and her voice was big, and there was dancing. I stood up about fifty times during that <laughs> presentation, and that kind of just opened me up. And I mm-hmm. said, you know, how can I support that? How right. can I bring this kind of feeling to other people? And and it just and it was a. a Game changer for me. So I just always stayed in that realm. I can't present the art, but I can definitely support it and promote it and -hmm. and encourage it, so.
0: And make connections. And make connections, connections. yes. Tanya, I also know you're Vice Chair of the Nonprofit Council, Nonprofit and Business Partners Council of the Chamber. Could you talk about that organization and the role you're playing there? Yes, we kind of think
2: about how can we support nonprofits? What is it that they need? We have um, representatives from many uh, nonprofits all around the Lehigh Valley. So, you know, so we meet every month to, to really discuss what events or what connections can we make, what resources can we open up. We have committees from Education, Health and Human Services, you know, a whole bunch of different committees so that we can figure out how we can best serve those who serve the community. Mm-hmm. So each Season every every quarter we put on an event that teaches nonprofits uh, you know about different things that that may be on horizons new changes coming or different ways that they can support connecting people with grant writers if we can or or different things like that. Mm-hmm. Most recently we had um someone in from Desales talk to nonprofit leaders about AI and impact ai is having now in that space and ways that they can use ai to benefit them Mm -hmm. and to kind of explain what ai is you know so because a lot of people like um is it the toll booth or you know easy pass or is it is it writing a letter for me
0: we you know kind of connected those dots for a lot of people Mm -hmm. Tanya, I know a lot of the small and large businesses who are also involved with the Nonprofit and Business Partners Council benefit from those learnings as well.
2: Yes, absolutely.
0: Tanya, your work at Air Products. Mm -hmm. Are there skills that you've learned at work Mm -hmm. that you then take out to your nonprofit work? And at the same time, are there experiences or learnings you've had as a volunteer leader that you bring back to the corporate environment?
2: Absolutely. So, Air Products, I have access to so many different types of people, different personalities, different people, uh, different places in their careers. At Air Products, I learned so much about community and the importance of community. At Air Products, I'm the, the co chair of our Black Employees Resource Group. And I've learned so much as a co chair, as a leader, I learned so much from my boss, the Chief Human Resources Officer, about DEI and, and the importance of community. Our CEO, Safi Gasemi said that, you know, our company should be diversified. We should have a diverse body of employees because that's who, you know, we are serving, a diverse world. That, like, opened up the floodgates. Now, how do you make that diverse community? Well, I know for Black employees, we love we love community. We love to feel like we belong. So I love to see people who have the same culture, the same value system, the same upbringing that I had. So I don't feel alone. That thought and and that culture is all over in everything that we do in Air Products. I, I learn every day about how to make community better and stronger and impactful also about service air products is huge on volunteering huge on serving the community ever if you if you know if you are working at air products and you say oh i'm not doing anything on a saturday let me call up Lori's team and they're like okay you can go over there and second harvest and bag some stuff for you know linda helping hand here we do so much on martin luther king day of service you get to pick from several organizations how you want to serve on that day. It's, it's just like a hug. It's not going to work. It's really coming home because it, it really is a community. My my service part of me is, is fed. My professional side is fed. You know, we do great work, and, and it's great people. I've never had a bad day at you know, knock wood, thank God, do whatever. I've <laughs> never had a bad day at Air Products. Every day is a, a learning experience, a great time, and, and like a hug. I and can't say it enough.
0: Well, first of all, your enthusiasm, your sincerity, humility is fabulous. And that's not something you can leave at work or in community. So as you're describing it for you, it's a way of life, no matter what you're doing. With a big group at work or with a small committee in the in, in downtown Allentown, mm-hmm. you are the same Tanya, unfortunately, we're almost at the end of our time oh, no. together. But I do want to ask this question. What is your inspiration or who is your inspiration? Oh, of
2: course, I have like some great mentors and people who I pull from. But quite honestly, I pull from everybody, Lori. To be quite honest, I think that there is nothing that's, that happens by chance. I met your, your great sound man, James, who has an amazing last name. And there's some things that I'll pull from him, from mm-hmm. meeting him. I have to be open to take in inspiration no matter where I go. So I am learning from every single person that I come across, it's not by chance. There's a reason why you and I are talking today and there's mm-hmm. some things that I am I got from you today. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's just one person. You know, when I count my list of people, you are on my list, my boss, Victoria Briefo, she's on my list, Melissa Schaefer, a former boss, Patrick, my love, he is on my list. But when I tell you that every single person I come across, I, I gain inspiration from my daughter, who I am her great inspiration, but she is mine. Mm. It's everything and it's all around us. it's it's constantly working.
0: Yes, listeners, I am crying. So <laughs> thanks for that, <laughs> Tanya. As we close out the program, I mean, you've given some great advice, some great insight. any closing thought that you'd like to share with the people who have joined us today?
2: Find your purpose. I know that inspiration is mine. Service is mine. Find your purpose. There's your passion. You know, once you feel it, once you know that you are walking in your purpose, just run, like just run toward it. And I tell you, life is fulfilling. It's not about money. We thought it was about money when we were younger. It is not. It is all about walking in your purpose, doing what you love. And it's like the trees bow and the sun shines and and your path is lit because you are walking in the direction you should be in. And I promise you there's somebody watching you walk. And you're inspiring them. So just find your thing. Find what makes you happy. Find what gives you joy and what that warm hug is. And it it could be a, a bunch of people, a community. It could be just something that just you do. Find it and walk in it.
0: Thank you. And again, listeners, we were joined tonight by Tanya Tyler. Tanya is the very recent Athena Leadership Honoree. She's also an entrepreneur. She's an advocate for so many nonprofits and an incredible volunteer leader in our community. Tanya, thanks again for being with us. Thank you. Thank you again for making the time to join us tonight on A Closer Look. We've been lucky to have been joined again by amazing community leaders, Kurt Landis of Iron Pigs and Iron Pigs Charities, and Tanya Tyler, community leader and advocate and inspiration for so many. Remember that you can find past episodes of A Closer Look and other incredible public affairs programming at WDIY.org and on all major podcast platforms. Be sure and tune in next Monday for even more WDIY public affairs programming. Thanks again, and we look forward to seeing you next time on A Closer Look.